Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to this experimental salon with Chen Zhao in conversation with Erica Folsom. I'm Helen DeWitt, one of the um, programmers of the experimental section. So we're really thrilled to have um, uh, Zhao here today for this salon. Um, his film, um, Life Imitation, played in the program to great acclaim last night. I think many of you were there. Um, he um, is, was born in China and works on contemporary art and film. Um, and the film that we showed last night at, won the New Vision Award at the 2017 CPH Docs Film Festival, and that's a very prestigious award indeed. And he's been included in um, exhibitions um, across China and um, Asia, including um, the Ulin Center for Contemporary Art in Beijing, um, the second Asian Film and Video Forum um, in Seoul, and the uh, K11 Art Museum in Shanghai. Um, Erika um, uh, is a senior lecturer in film studies at King's College London, and she has written widely, focusing on the history of moving image in art and experimental documentary practices. And has a most recent book is called After Uniqueness, a history of film and video art in circulation, which is fascinating and a quite game-changing piece of work. I would highly recommend that. Elizabeth bought it for me for a present. <laughs> um, and um, she's also author of Exhibiting Cinema in Contemporary Art, which is a, also another great book, and co-editor of Documentary Across the Disciplines and frequent contributor to Art Forum, Sight and Sound and other journals. So please give both Erica and Zhao a warm welcome. And we are also joined by our translator, Deborah. Thanks for coming today, everyone. Um, hopefully you had a chance to um, see the film last night. Uh, it's a film that I have um, a lot of affection for and first saw in, in Copenhagen because I was a part of the jury um, that Helen mentioned. And I saw it amidst many, many, many other films that week. And I think for me and also for the other jury members, it was something that just really um, stuck out and really captivated all of us. So it's so nice to have the opportunity to, to revisit it here and talk about it um, further with Xiao. Um, I guess I wanted to start at the beginning with the epigraph that opens your film. Um, from Gu Cheng, yeah. um, who is a poet, um, and I wasn't familiar with his work. And then after re-watching the film, seeing the epigraph, I googled him. <laughs> um, and he's a poet who actually committed suicide in 1993. Um, and I gather that he's very well known for a poem called A Generation. Uh, this... I don't know. 
Okay, well, that's okay. Um, this poem uh, reads, The dark night gave me black eyes, but I used them to seek the light. And this was something that, um, to me, seemed to really capture life imitation in a certain way. But in fact, the epigraph from him um, that you choose is, no matter how hard an apple tree tries to grow pears, it will eventually end up producing apples. Feels so sad, right? It's so it's sad. sad for you, the it's kind really of inevitability. Sad. Yeah, I, first time I heard about this sentence, I feel really sad. Of course, you know, a pear try his whole life want to be an apple. I don't know, an apple try his whole life want to, to be, be a, a pear. pear, but finally failed. I think it's it's everybody's life. <laughs> And so, would you say that the the people that we encounter in your film are also trying to be something that they aren't? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. How would you sort of describe their aspiration or what their the image of themselves they're trying to project? Uh, um. I don't know uh, everyone because it's really how to say specific for each, uh, each individual, mm -hmm. individual person. But I think it's uh, a basic performance of human beings. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's. Um, uh, how to say it's like. Um, you can also, if you want, speak, and then we can have it translated. No, I, I, I don't know how to say even in Chinese. It's like we are, uh, we are, uh, how to say, trees by our mind. Tricked by our mind? Yeah. Yeah, it's something like this. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting that you that you um, immediately associated this um, epigraph with a kind of sadness. Yeah. Um, because I do think that the the film is marked by a very somber mood. Somber. Oh yeah. Um, a very somber mood um, that I think is maybe not how representations of say social media or internet culture uh, generally circulate. Mm. I think, you know, uh, I mentioned earlier uh, an artist like Ryan Tricartan, yeah. and in his work there's very much a, a kind of, yeah, <laughs> this hysterical kind of bright color palette, yeah. Yeah. a kind of attention deficit yeah. experience of moving yeah. images. Um, and it strikes me that your work deals with a lot of similar themes, maybe, mm. as someone like Ryan Tricartan, mm. but the strategies that you use are very different, yeah. and the overall atmosphere yeah. is very different. Yeah. I really want to be a, a co co comedy? Comedy. Comedy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to. I want to because I think comedy is better than uh, tragedy. Yeah, it's for me because my favorite artist is Andy Kaufman. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, of course, I think basically he's sad. Yeah. But I think comedy is based on the basic sad sadness. It can be. I、It、mean, certainly be. certain certain strands of comedy, like Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like、uh, you are gave up of your life, so then just happy. <laughs> But these people that we see、um, in the film are, I gather, your friends. Yeah. Right. Yeah.、Um, and so, I mean, have you shown them the film? How do they feel? About、um, yeah, sort of I, being the subject, if it is indeed a comedy、mm-hmm. that is also about failure and sadness,、um, yeah. what was their sort of sense of of their participation in this or the representation of themselves on screen?、Uh, when I say comedy, it mean it do- doesn't mean life imitation. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. I I mean, I want to do some comedy. Okay, but you're not describing. Yeah,、okay. yeah, comedy. It's really a dark film. That's why、right. I, I was surprised when I thought <laughs> you were、really、describing it as a comedy. It's really a dark film. Yeah, and uh, and uh, when I show to my friends, especially the girls in this film,、yeah. they don't want to watch this film because they afraid of see their face in the big screen. Yeah. Maybe we can go to、um, a clip because I think one、okay. of the clips that we chose really speaks to exactly <laughs>、okay. um, this、yeah. feeling. Maybe、um, clip number two. Yeah, the girls don't want to watch their face in the big screen because, you know, in Chinese they they familiar with the photos in in the media、uh, art Photoshop. So when they see the raw image in the media, they will feel no. I refuse to see it. How did you first、um, discuss the idea of them appearing in in your film with them? Were they sort of very happy and eager to participate, or did you have to convince them a little bit?、Uh, at the first,、uh, when I start to do this program and.、Uh, You know, I was just ask them. I'm doing something like blah blah blah, and、uh, they will feel, oh, I'm considering about this. But fine. Uh, but after well, I just do this shoot directly. <laughs> so、uh, if they they said no, I'm stop. If they feel okay, I just do that. Because you do capture some fairly intimate moments,、yeah. you know. I mean, in this clip,、uh, we see、one. two very different kinds of intimacy. In the first part of the clip, this moment of kind of personal、mm. grooming, yeah.、Um, and then later in the clip, this sense、yeah. of—I mean, what for me is a very disturbing、yeah. scene of、yeah. a kind of emotional breakdown that seems to occur with. The other people that are present not really taking her seriously or caring very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Actually, I'm crying. You know, I'm not laughing in that scene. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm crying like I'm laughing. 
but I'm crying. So maybe it's this interchangeability of sadness and comedy yeah. that you mentioned <laughs> earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but this um, clip also captures what I guess we could say is the the main move of life imitation, mm. which is to alternate between these scenes of your friends and um, Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five. Yes, five. Five, right. um, which I've never played, uh -huh. um, but which actually I know best through artists' engagements uh -huh. with it, um, rather, th that says something about me, I guess, um, but I know it best through artists who have, have engaged with it um, rather than um, um, the playing the video game itself, like Phil Solomon an artist from the U.S. has made a number of, of works with Grand Theft Auto as well. Um, what was it about this video game that drew you to it? Is this a game that you play yourself? Yeah. Or why did it become for you a sort of major element of vocabulary in this work? Uh, yeah, I, I, when I know this, this video game, I know there's a direct mood. So that's the purpose I want to play because I don't like the violence game killing people mm -hmm. and uh, uh, for me also because of it's based on a real city Los Angeles so it's also a modern city compared with Shanghai mm -hmm. mm, and uh, but it's but I, I I find the connection between these two is uh, when I play this game and I just wandering on the street and uh, then I, you know, I make some documentary of the people on the street and uh, what they are talking. And, I, you know, I, I, really, I really would do some strange things like tracing a NPC and to find out what's the destination of a NPC. You know, NPC. An NPC. No. NPC is the machine in the in the. Oh, in the see, I'm revealing my total ignorance <laughs> <laughs> of video games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, so those are the characters are that you aren't playing, but that uh, yeah. are controlled by the game. Yes. Okay. Yes, they are machines. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, and so you would follow. Yeah, follow them. Yeah, mm -hmm. where they are going. Nowhere. <laughs> yeah, endless. And so it becomes almost like a mirror of the events that you were yeah. experiencing yourself? Uh, especially uh, uh, one day I, you know, walk around in the beach and uh, there's a dead lady uh, yeah, lay down on the, on the beach and uh, <clears throat> it, it was sunset and the water uh, over his face and the change the shape of his face. Mm -hmm. And you know, some light, beautiful things. I, you know, I look at that things quite a long time, and then it goes to uh, night. And uh, you know, uh, there's another young people come to this beach and have the, you know, have uh, set fire and uh, drink beer, music. And they don't care about that that lady. Even they, they you know some 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 NPC walks through and uh, you know just walk away. Mm -hmm. 
Some of them stop and take photos yeah, of take the corpse photos. With, <laughs> yeah. with a cell phone camera. Yeah, yeah. and uh, at that moment, I feel some, you know, really how to say distance between peoples. Yeah, it's oh, of course it's drama, but I think it's something real in this drama, in the modern city. You know the relationship between the peoples. They are distance, and uh, so that's the very moment I want to put the video game scenes together with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And would you say that just as there's something real about the virtual worlds of yeah. Grand Theft Auto, yeah. we could equally say that there's something unreal mm -hmm. about the actual yeah world worlds of, yeah. of you and your friends yeah yeah of course for me uh, I would like to say it's all not real mm -hmm. yeah yeah but don't I don't understand what I say but I want to say it's not real but none of it is real yeah. Oh. It's interesting because I guess one of the things that really struck me about um, large sections of this film is how observational they are. I mean, they're... So there really is a sort of strong documentary impulse mm -hmm. that does make a claim, maybe, mm -hmm. on the reality mm -hmm. of these scenes, even if they are completely sort of infiltrated by various technological um, forms of mediation. Mm -hmm. So using cell phones, playing video games. Mm -hmm. I mean, the moment when the, the girl photoshops the image yeah. of her own face is, yes. I really think, one of the most fascinating um, <laughs> images of the film. I feel like I could watch it really for like an hour, <laughs> just that. Um, yeah. She's really familiar with the action of like yeah, I mean, it. I, I was thinking in that moment, you know, we we get so uh, strongly a sense of of the touch of her hand on the screen, glass, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. on the glass of the yeah. screen. Yeah. And there's a sense that, you know, in in this film, people touch screens, not bodies. Yeah, true. You know, there's a sense that they're the, the, the real moments of intimacy mm. tend to happen in relation to these virtual technologies rather than in relation yes. directly to other people. Yes. Um, yes, I think it's quite a relationship. Uh, I don't know in Europe or West country, but in China it's quite common, like the relationship between uh, the uh, social network that world more than real life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we much more than real life, I think. Uh, yeah, it's really feel lonely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and this one of the, I mean, maybe we can, we can look at a clip um, of this, but one of the, the things that recurs as another element of vocabulary um, throughout the film is a close-up of a phone where you're instant messaging uh, with a friend of yours. Yeah. This is what this is what sort of begins the film. 
mm, yeah. in a certain way. Yeah. And it was very striking to me that it's in these instant messages that we actually um, hear the most intimate details that are relayed within the film. So experiences of rape, of attempted suicide, mm. of um, cheating, mm. right? Yeah. Um, what for you was so compelling about this return to the close-up of the instant messaging app? When I first time had the idea to just shoot the, the, the mobile phone screen directly because I think it's the way of our looking, new way of our looking in the modern life. Yeah, it's it's not strange image, you know, the mobile phone's screen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's the reason why I just shoot it. Yeah. yeah. But in terms of the sense that um, Throughout the film, mm -hmm. there are the, a return to very sort of um, emotionally affecting, disturbing topics throughout instant messaging. Mm -hmm. You know, seem to to me to be one of the film's strongest statements yeah. Yeah. about um, this sort of very um, intensely mediated experience where face to face encounters have kind of given way to a more distanced form yeah. of communication. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, mm, you know, it's easier way to talk something, you know, by the, you know, I've, the WeChat. Mm -hmm. So, but I don't know. It, if, you, because she know I'm shooting. The you screen. tell her. Yeah. You say I'm filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I really don't know if there's some performance in this, you know, type. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think there will be, more or less. Yeah. Maybe we can go to um, clip one yeah. now, which um, gives us a sort of a, a mm -hmm. snapshot of this moment okay. that we're talking about. Yeah. One of the uh, most striking th things about the instant messaging um, scenes for me is how much they look like they are entirely computer generated. Uh -huh. So even outside of the frame of the smartphone, uh -huh. um, the moment at the beginning of the film when your hands come into the frame, the yeah. first time I saw it, it was very shocking to me <laughs> because I actually thought I was looking at an entirely digitally rendered image. Um, and I think part of that has to do with the blue glow. Yeah. And I think that in this scene, we see that blueness really spread across mm -hmm. um, the different moments and, and really kind of pervade the city space. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you um, about blue light mm. and a particular um, sense of an artificially illuminated night. Mm. 
that's really pervaded by this blueness because yeah. that's it's one of the most striking things to me visually yeah, yeah. about the film. Yeah, uh, in a very long period, I used the blue. It starts from um, when I uh, painting in my studio. My studio is far away from the city, and uh, uh, at the beginning, I you know I really like colorful colorful painting but I, I sometimes I stay in my studio like one week or two weeks and I without Wi-Fi in my studio and I shut down all the friend circle or the social media in my iPhones because that period I was write my script so I want to be very clean and uh, isolated and uh, like like months later, I suddenly find the color in my in my canvas turn pure blue. It's just blue. Can I ask you about what kind of paintings you made? Uh, abstract uh -huh. painting, yeah. And it was really a painful pro progress. Yeah. It yeah. I don't know why because there's a lot matters that period in my life, you know, something really. <clears throat> and uh, after all, the blue color, you know, um, con continuously exists in my works. Mm. Yeah. After this work, I, my new short film called Blue Hole. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. It's a girl going into a huge blue hole. Yeah. And uh, for me, blue is really, uh, uh, it's special. Uh, if the light is blue, my necklace were, you know, have, you have, I, I don't know, uh, have light. Yeah, uh, other color cannot have this, hmm. uh, how do you say it? Effect. Effect, yeah, yeah, only blue. Huh, it's interesting because it's also, you know, people talk about, blue light as the yeah. kind of light that emanates from digital screens. Yes. And so you read also, things in the news like try to avoid blue light before bedtime because then you'll be able to sleep better. No okay. blue light after 9 p.m. Okay. Because there's something it's it's thought to be somehow um, harmful. Uh -huh. Whether or not that's true, I don't know. But it is a kind of popular discourse, at least in the North American and okay. European media, wow. about the harmful effects of digital screens on one's ability to relax and... You mean blue will make you relax? Well, the, the light that comes from a, a computer screen is yeah. described as blue light. Oh, uh, yeah. And that light yeah. is considered to be somehow harmful. Okay. Because you can't somehow... Also, yeah, also, if you know, like projection or the scream of the computer, if you don't give the signal, it's blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and also, if it's shut down of your iPhone, it turns blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think the famous blue screen of death <laughs> of old Windows-based computers, I think. Yeah. When the computer would crash, yeah, you would yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I it's why. also a color that's linked very much with depression. Yeah. Also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's why I really depression that period, you know, uh -huh. when I'm in the studio. Yeah, I feel not good. Mm. Uh, 
I mean, I suppose the other thing that's very striking about um, this clip that also runs throughout the film as a whole is the use of sound. Mm. Um, so we get the um, the sound of the waves, mm, yeah. right, that we could say is sort of diegetically tied to yeah. a moment earlier mm. in the scene um, that carries throughout the sequence. Yeah. So we hear it when we're looking at the instant messaging. Yeah. We hear it when there are scenes of the city at night. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if you could say something about the really extensive use of, of sound bridges mm. um, throughout, because I know that um, when we were having our jury deliberations, this was something that everybody picked out as one of their favorite aspects of the film. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I just want to continue the emotion uh, through the sound. Yeah. Um, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have a, you know, like, a method of how to deal with the sound. I just uh, follow my feeling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Something more intuitive. Yeah yeah. 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 It does seem to create this sense of the different spaces bleeding together. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know, so that the virtual spaces of the video game and the yeah. actual spaces of the city are somehow tied yeah. by inhabiting the same soundscape. Yeah. Even if they're inhabiting completely different modes of image production. Yeah. So lens-based capture in one yeah. instance and yeah. computer-generated imagery in the other. Yeah. Also, uh, last things. Uh, the text was like uh, a go on to suicide. And uh, then the bridge. Uh, uh, but it's like, you know, this angle. Mm -hmm. You know, this angle. It's because the girl said he, she want to jump. And... Uh, 
and also it turns up in the bridge and some you know like normal people walk through and uh, I just feel it's really something like death mm -hmm. you know like walk through silently uh -huh. yeah and blue light you know it's really death feeling for me yeah that image and there are very few daytime shots Yes. You know, which yes. this again, this sense of yeah, like night. All, yeah, night. Seems yes. very... I really like night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, first day I, uh, I'm in London. When I wake up at three, I just walk in the night uh -huh. in the London street. Yeah. I, yeah. I it, want to make a film totally in night. Yeah, midnight. It's interesting. There's, um, I'm not sure if you've come across it or not, but there's a recent book by an art historian, Jonathan Crary. Um, called 24-7 and, and one of the sort of basic premises of this book is that we have lost the night uh, lost of the night because now there's a 24-7 temporality yeah. so that there's a sort of lack of differentiation yeah. between day and night yeah. and I, I, I found myself thinking about that in your film because it seems almost as if these are nocturnal animals these characters nocturnal animals uh, yeah. You know that they, yeah. it's as if they sleep all day and then they live <laughs> at night and that yeah. they're inhabiting a kind of a, a different temporality yeah. than the one of kind of nine to five. Yeah, 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 true. My friends, yeah, they are really night animal. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think it does really give give the film something of its particular atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, because um, uh, why I choose night? Because uh, I want to pick some special moment when the people, you know, uh, they are kind of in a dream. Hmm. Uh, even they are not sleeping. I think night. You feel like in a, you are in a dream. It's really different when you are in the daytime. Yeah. Also, I sometimes I uh, at that period I always uh, uh, take with my camera the whole day, the whole nine months, and uh, uh, like when when. We talk, and when when we have dinner, we talk. And uh, uh, you know, there was the the temperature of the talk were go up. And uh, when it's you know in the very moment, it become a little bit like in a dream. Mm. At that moment, I will pick up uh -huh. my camera <laughs> and start shooting. I will wait, kind of this moment in the you know the. Uh, the time I'm doing this this film, I always wait. Uh, sometimes like after drink, sometimes like in the midnight, mm -hmm. and sometimes like people are tired. Yeah, I would pick that special moment to to shoot. Mm. Yeah, it's because for me it's like a little bit perform moment. Yeah, then you are really strict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's interesting because it is very performative, but it's also a moment when people maybe um, kind of let down their guard. Yeah. You know, and they say things and they're yeah. very honest in a certain way. Yes, yes. Um, and it seems like one of the things that um, runs really throughout the film in terms of the topics of conversation um, is lesbian desire. <laughs> and I wanted to ask you about that um, and specifically about, you know, um, your interest in, in making that a thread that runs throughout the film. Is this just something that happened to be something a lot of your friends were talking about with one another? Yeah, really. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know before. You know, when I finished this, I know, okay, you are talking about these things. Yeah. Uh, yeah for me, also, I feel a little bit shocked about this content, content of their talking. Hmm. Yeah. Content. Content. Mm -hmm. Content. Yeah. yeah. I, it surprised you it wasn't something about their lives that you were aware of prior to filming, or? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I know the the you know like very surface level, but after that, I know they are their you know struggle in these relationships between men and girls, and it's really chaos relationships between you know the the girls. Uh, yeah. Is there, I mean, is there a reason why you see them as particularly chaotic? I mean, would you say this is something that is somewhat of a struggle uh, for your friends to, to talk about or to sort out in their, in their own lives? Uh, depends on who. There's different uh, girls. Uh, some girls think, uh, talk like they are really don't care about this. They can handle this but some like the the girl who texts me mm -hmm. she was really really struggled by the relationship yeah she sometimes yeah she's really terrible at that moment mm -hmm. yeah um shifting gears a little bit um you mentioned earlier that um you were maybe still are um a painter uh yeah and I wanted to ask you about your kind of formation. Did you train more as an artist or as a filmmaker? Uh, okay. um, what kind of led you up to the point um, that you made life imitation in terms of your artistic practice? Uh, oh, it's... Uh, I think art is... How to say is the most important thing in the uh, in uh, in uh, in the cinema or in the in the in the in the, in the, in the art world. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, I want to say another word. It, it is space. I think space is really important. How to see it? Let's. Um, but had you made films prior to Life Imitation? Uh, how do I? Had you made films prior yeah. to this one? Prior. 
before oh, this one? Ah, uh, no, it's my first full-length film. But yeah. you had made short, yeah, yeah, short, short films yeah, before. Yeah, 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 short, maybe video, video art. Uh -huh. Yeah, not like storytelling. It, it is even yeah not like that kind of storytelling film. Um, I think uh, the space is like how to say is like uh, uh, when I show this cup to you, and I will ask what what it is, and uh, everybody will say it's a cup. And for me, there's no space between the words cup and this container. Mm -hmm. It's death moment. There's no art. Uh, the art is be before the how to say concept of this mm -hmm. container. So what I have to do is to to go before the concept of the the object or the image or everything. I think whatever I make film or I do art, I think this is the key issue for me to to how to say to find mm -hmm. yeah to make space and uh, to destroy the viewers uh how to say uh, uh map uh how to say uh Conventional perception. Mm. Conventional. Conventional perception. Yeah, it's oh. very interesting. I I never thought um, that I would think about your work in relation to the work of Stan Brakhage. Stan Brakhage. He's an American. He was an American experimental filmmaker, yeah. um, who um, really was one of the the best known filmmakers of kind of the '60s and '70s, working in a very lyrical, expressive tradition, but he wrote that he saw the task of cinema as trying to imagine what vision would look like before we imposed all these categories of language yeah. on it. So he said, um, how, many, uh, how many colors exist in a field to a child who has never heard the word green? <laughs> yeah. You know, so to somehow use art as a way of imagining yeah. an experience of the world that would be um, that would not be mediated yeah. by these pre-given yes. concepts, and yes. especially by language. Yes, yes. His work looks nothing like yours, <laughs> but it's really interesting to me that you seem to share with him yeah. this idea of of yeah. what the task of of art is. Yeah, for me, the most important thing is to set people free. I think the most uh, imp how to say, uh, precious. precious thing, if you can give to another one, is free, I think, is mm. free. If you, uh, I think free is like, like space. If you got space, you got free. And uh, how to create space is to destroy the the old way of thinking things or looking things. Mm -hmm. So that will make people exciting. Also, sometimes, also, I would like to, I, I would prefer the works or art pieces uh, 
they gave me, you know, very, I can't uh, conclude it or I can't use the old way to, to read it. Mm. It just directly hit my, you know, I don't know, very original space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it will just set me free. I will be happy. I will feel really happy and exciting and full of energy. So I think that is the most important thing to do. It's mm. the really the meaning of why I did this or yeah. Um, I'm conscious that we're we only have about five minutes left, but I wonder if there are questions from the audience. Yeah. yeah. There's the microphone. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Just um, can wait for the microphone. Thanks. I was just wondering about the process of writing. Did you come up with the idea and then research and then make the film a little bit and then like what was your process in actually creating um, the, the? You mean this film or my uh, or every? Your, this film, or, yeah. My my way of making work. Right? Life yeah. imitation. A life imitation. Yes. Uh, I really like uh, how to say have adventure when I make works. A life imitation is like at the very beginning I don't have even an idea what it will be or I don't have a destination I want to do a film a, a, a thing like something. I just I just have an idea of I want to know uh, uh, what happened between and uh, around me? So I just picked my camera and start to shoot and collect a lot of materials. Then I, you know, like like find three months later. I I I review these materials. I find some lines in this these materials and uh, it's like I uh, a little bit find the way in the forest then I know how to you know walk like follow the forest uh, follow the, the the road and I know you know a, a more clear how what material I have to capture and it's like Wandering, it's like wandering and take a, a adventure. Of course, uh, it's a way of making space. I think if, if it's it's really like if if it's this container, I know it's a cup. It's this. Yeah, it's something like this. <laughs> There's a question here, Isabel. Hi, um, thank you for a great quick Q&A, and, and it's a wonderful film, so I'm really, it's amazing to hear you speak about it. Is this, is this working? Um, uh, I mean, I'm interested in, in other artists and filmmakers that you might be interested in, but I suppose I have a more specific question, which is about the significance of L.A. Um, um, and I wondered, so L.A. is obviously, and I'm not familiar with Grand Theft Auto V, um, I don't know 
for me, it struck me that these scenes of L.A. is a kind of relationship with L.A. and Hollywood and movie making and another pr like previous technologies relationship with the imaginary or previous media's relationship with the imaginary. And then there's something between these two cities. Is it Shanghai? Where did you say that it, it's based between Shanghai and L.A. basically? Yeah, yeah. And I just wondered, was there anything about those, you know, bringing those two cities in this one space of this film? Um, was, uh, was it was it conscious? Was it a decision, or was it just a? Because yeah, that was I think it's a decision because uh, uh, the first time I find the relationship between this city is depend on the the young people in the city. Uh, also, I, I mean the machine, the NPC in that game in in Los Santos. You know, I find that they are talking similar issues uh, uh, compared with when I shoot the friends, they are, what they are talking. They are quite similar. So I think I also feel like a little bit shocked by, oh, they are talking about the same issue, mm -hmm. even you know, in the game, even in the game. <laughs> One of the clips that we didn't look at, but that we were going to look at, but now won't have time, yeah. is a film set um, within uh, Los yeah. Angeles. <laughs> so it definitely seems to thematize this idea that you bring up of Los Angeles as a city with an identity that is so closely tied to um, film production. Yeah. But I wanted to go back to the, the first um, part of Isabel's question, because it was a question that I also had for you, okay. which is about artists or filmmakers who are particularly important to you. You mentioned to me just before um, we started the Q&A that you really like John Cassavetes. Yes. And we also talked about Edward Yang. Yes. Um, are there other artists or yes. filmmakers that are yes. inspirational lot. or? Yeah, yeah. The, you know, three years before or like five years before, Jean-Luc Godard is my, you know, like God of cinema. <laughs> and I always say there's two kind of director, one is Jean-Luc and another is other director. You know, like, <laughs> Guitar and everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and, uh, but now the, my favorite director should be uh, Abbas. Uh, Abbas. The Iran... Kiarostami. Yeah, Abbas yeah, Kiarostami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who had a new film, his last film, playing here yeah, at, French, the, yeah. at the London Film Festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting because that's also a sort of neo-realist observational yeah. style. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's really East for me and mm. uh, like he's doing nothing. I really like one of his scenes is in uh, Follow the Wind, the mm -hmm. film, and uh, the, the guy go to the top of the hill and he uh, telephone his boss or someone and uh, their signal is really bad at that village and uh, also there's a there's a the old man under the hill which nobody can see he's dig a hole and to you know to to uh, to dig the uh, grave and uh, sometimes he will throw up uh, you know like a bone a human bones up to the hill and uh, the guy, he have no signal, and uh, he, you know, he have to wait the signal, and he just 
sit under a tree in the top of the hill and uh, talk to the man who is invisible. And uh, you know, he he talked to him and looked at that the bones on the ground which the man threw up. I think that things is really I don't I don't know how to say, but it's really really good for me. Mm. It's like you know, signal, life and death, and uh, you know, wind. <laughs> yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's so good. It makes sense to me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. There was one last question here. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting what you're saying about um, art, space, and freedom. And I was yeah. wondering uh, if it's important to you what sort of spaces your film is shown in. Uh, what of the space my film is expressed, right? Yeah, if it's a cinema or or a gallery or a house. Or uh, oh, you a mean website. you mean where to show this? Mm, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, if I showed in gallery, it should be a cinema room. So, I prefer to show it in cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I considering about these things uh, recently. Mm. It's really different space. If I showed in, I showed some works, some video art in in cinema. It should shouldn't be this long or this narrative, or you have to watch it from beginning to the end. Uh, for me to show, it's really different time between cinema and uh, the gallery space. That is like, like, uh, how to say, it's, it's like still time. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I... That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. Still time, but this is you know time, you know like a durational yeah, yeah, time it's line. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think life imitation, though it's not narrative per se, yeah. very very strongly has a kind of arc, and a, there's a really a, a sense of a shifting yeah. development over yes, the course yes. of the film, so that by yeah. the time we get to the end, yes, the Grand Theft Auto images have yeah. almost completely overtaken yes, yes, yes. the the scenes of your friends, yeah. and we return again and again to the corpse. Yeah. On the beach. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because one of my favorite temp temple of the of 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 the of the line is like like a flight, you know, first he on the ground, then slowly get up in the in the air. I like this kind of line of time. Mm -hmm. It's it will take you away from the ground. You know, it's like at the beginning of this film, it's it's surround us. It's my friend, and uh, you know, it's near mm. from us. And uh, but the end, you even forgot what is mm -hmm. at the beginning. You know, it's take you s smoothly away from the real world. Mm. world. It becomes very abstract. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, we're just about all out of time. I. Think, but if if there, yeah, Gail, yeah. Can you say something about the title? Uh huh. Yes, uh, that's uh, really. The title. Yeah, I mean, you in a way you're already talking about it, but yeah. I just wondered how did you get there or decide on it, and also how long have you been making the film for? So two questions. Uh, the second question is I make it like nine months. 
yeah, continuously work. I I was like uh, uh, shoot and edit, then shoot again and edit. It's like 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 this. And the first is uh, life imitation. Yeah, life imitation. Uh, I think for English language um, <laughs> viewers, it immediately um, makes one think of Cirque's 1959 uh, film yeah. Imitation of, of Life. life yeah. But I gather that that was not a <laughs> reference for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know that film after when I finished uh -huh. this film. Yeah. And uh, life imitation for me is like. I don't know because I really like mirror. My favorite joke is is like uh, one day there's a man, you know, he goes he goes through a customer, and the worker, the police, uh, said custom. custom. Yeah, the police said, uh, show me your visa, and the man gave his visa to the police, and the police look at the photo of the man and say. Uh, is it you? And the man, you know, he was like, take out a mirror and see. Yeah, I think it's me. <laughs> you know, it is my favorite joke. <laughs> you know, it's totally when I saw this joke, I totally think it's amazing. You know, uh, I think it's it's really a point of what I. I, I, I think it's something like uh, life imitation, you know, it's, I don't know how to express, you know, it's, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Well, maybe that is a perfect place to end. We can all go away mulling the philosophical implications of your favorite joke, which yeah, I actually think you like I, it? I love it. No, I mean, actually, it really does. It really does say something to me because I think that, you know, we could see it as a sense of that, you know, we only have a sense of, of who we are yeah. as it is projected back to us from yeah. external sources. Yeah. Right, whether that's the social media network, whether that's the cinema, whether that's our friends, yeah. right? Um, our sense of ourselves is always constituted from the outside. Yeah. That's what I take away from that joke. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my reading. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think uh, you know, <laughs> the man he took out a mirror that very moment is like out of this world. You know, he's in another space, you know, like, why he do this? Yeah, I, I, I think that is the space for me. It really is the space I want to create, you, you know, like make you, make the viewers feel it's, it's not, how to say, it isn't it. No, it isn't it. Everything. It isn't it. I don't know if I express. Great. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> um, you. Join me in thanking you thank for you. his amazing film and for the conversation. Yeah,